0: So we're in the Revelation 18 and we've come to verse 9. We will complete this tonight, God willing, in this chapter. The kings of the earth, I'll stop there. There are three categories of people who are greatly affected over the judgment of the city of Babylon. Commercial... Slash political slash cultural Babylon. The kings of the earth will weep and wail for her. The ones having committed sexual immorality and having lived luxuriously. That's an interesting word in the the Greek text to have lived luxuriously. It's It's a long compound word. But I have in brackets other ways that the word is translated. To live riotously, to revel. Now this is to misbehave, you understand. This is, this is to be partying in a wild fashion, sensual self-indulgence. So it's not just talking about somebody who has a yacht and a really nice house with nice furniture. It's talking about somebody who lives to live in total self indulgence and in a fallen state. What satisfies the depraved mind is riotous living. So it's, you know, it's, it's to be riotous, and to, to be involved with revelry, to just wild partying, from which can come drunkenness and violence and sexual morality and all kind of things. So this is what the earth dwellers are focused on, but most especially the kings of the earth and the other two categories we'll get to in the course of this uh, study. So this is what the world has has become. They will weep and wail for her, the ones, the kings of the earth, the ones having committed sexual immorality, having lived riotously, when they see the smoke of her burning, standing from afar because of the fear of her torment, saying, now they're not there, partly because it has been widely made known that judgment has been passed upon the city of babylon the implication is that with the destruction of the city of babylon the commercial and political and cultural life of the empire of the antichrist will collapse and so under judgment, she has, she's coming under the very attack of God. Another reason they're there, not just because they've been, they understand there's a warning about her destruction, but the kings of the earth are also making their way to Armageddon at this point in time. Because of the fear of her torment, saying, Woe, woe, the great city, the strong city, Babylon... For in one hour, your judgment has come. Now we'll see that two more times. In one hour. In one hour. I take that literally. And so when the, when the judgment of God falls, this great city will be completely destroyed in one hour. Burned up. The smoke seen from far off. So it's a great city and it's a strong city. Some believe that it will be actually the the city of Babylon rebuilt uh, in that part of the world. I don't I don't know, I don't know really that you could transfer all of this cultural and political and uh, commercial power in seven years to one city. I don't know, but in that time those people who are living in that time will know what the reference is with regard to the city of babylon now we've studied already how the evil world system has transferred from the tower of babel all through the generations and the ages and from kingdom to kingdom from gentile power To Gentile power. How, in a worldly sense, world leaders have sought to control people by controlling them religiously, commercially, culturally, and politically. So that people are bound in this system, they have to have this system to exist. And this system accommodates itself in certain ways that satisfy the people that are in it. The religious systems, for example. The the sensual desires of fallen man are built into the pagan religions of both Testaments. So this, this is a very happy and satisfying thing. But we learn from studying the Scriptures... That in a sense, not just just in the Revelation 17, but in a sense, in a lesser sense, this prostitute, this religious prostitute has been riding the back of the powerful political beast really in all ages. But it comes to its pinnacle and its greatest height in the time of the Antichrist until of course he decides he doesn't need religion anymore which happens at the midpoint of the tribulation and then he recognizes, he realizes or he replaces any kind of need for religion. Of course he sets himself up as God. He's the one who's worshiped then and he replaces their satisfaction with so-called luxurious or riotous living. Uh, Everything that satisfies the sensual desires of people included in that is, is economic manipulation, cultural manipulation. I would add to that as part of culture, educational manipulation, political manipulation. So that, so that coming from the, the power of governance Are the are the policies, or the laws, or whatever you want to call them, that control people economically and so forth culturally? Now we see that today, right? The spirit of Antichrist is everywhere. Our culture, for example, in America and all across the world, has been brainwashed into a weird, weird thing. I want to read something. I have to get my phone. I it's in that blue bag there. And I saved an article that I read that will tell you what kind of uh what kind of culture and this is the tip of the iceberg and I think I saved it. Pretty sure I did. Okay. This is from an online magazine called amgreatness.com. DNC panel, which is the Democrat National Convention, the convention. The DNC panel features, quote, Mermaid Queen King, who calls for the abolition of ICE, police, and prisons. This was dated August the 19th, 2020. I'm reading from the article. The Democratic National Convention on Tuesday featured a panelist who identifies as a quote, non binary non-gender, transcendent, mermaid, queen-king, close quote. (laughs) That would be kind of funny, except this person is sitting in a position that helps determine policy of one of the two political parties of this country. Okay? Let me read that again. Featured a panelist who identifies as a quote Non-binary, non-gender, transcendent, mermaid, (laughs) queen-king. Close quote. Who called for the abolition of the police, the U.S. Immigration and Customs Enforcement, which is ICE, and for the abolition of prisons. Yeah, we ought to listen to a person like that, right? People do. This is an article. People listen to this kind of stuff from that kind of person. According to the panelists' Wake Forest University bio, J. Mai, M A I, is a quote, black slash black dash Vietnamese, transgender, non binary, non gender, transcendent mermaid, queen king, close quote who recently became a, quote, licensed minister in the Progressive National Baptist Church, close quote. J. Mai made the extreme comments during a DNC LGBTQ caucus meeting. an official group helping this political party determine policy for their platform. And this is a quote from the self-avowed mermaid queen king. Quote, Why can't folks imagine a world without the cops? Why can't folks imagine a world without prisons? Why can't people expand their imaginations to include community care, to include an abolitionist future, close quote. The self-avowed mermaid queen, King said. (laughs) We're going to learn about it in the Revelation 21 and 22. J. Mai stressed that she, non-gender, non-binary, I don't know, that she was talking about real abolition, not a watered-down version. Now, I could go on from there. we've We've heard enough to prick our hearts, I guess, and th- this is this is real. see this is not some. When I was a kid, I was a young teenager, I read Mad Magazine. Albert Newman, what was his name? What? Alfred E. Newman, yeah. And you'd you'd think you'd read something like that in Mad Magazine, you know, you'd laugh your head off. But this is a real thing in the world. This is a big deal that people fight for. Stuff like like what this person claims to represent. Now I saw that to say this. Here in Babylon and there in the lives of the earth dwellers in the tribulation. Is the lifestyle that the world wants. And there is no limit to the depths of the depravity of it. So if you want to think of luxurious living, if you want to think of that, you need to think of that Greek word as a word that describes that kind of lifestyle. Anything goes. Riotous revelry, uh, horrifically immoral, inexplicable living. And this is a culture This is a culture thing that people want. And this is part of an educational thing that people want. And already being introduced to pre-K, I understand. This is part of a political system. Because this that I just read was in conjunction with a political system. And... Part of an economic system because if you don't do it the right way, you'll suffer economically, all right? So, we're we're in the, we're riding the tip of an iceberg that is a mountain underneath the surface that already exists, that the world has Probably not since the days of Noah and maybe in Sodom and Gomorrah. The the world has never seen anything like this. The great city, the strong city Babylon, in one hour your judgment has come. In one hour. And the merchants of the earth weep and mourn for her. Let me stop here. There has been for a few years a strong push worldwide for a global economy where everything is dependent upon everything else and we are linked together vitally economically. And if you don't do what the kings of the earth say and the merchants of the earth say, and you don't accept the culture that they give to the world that is so satisfying to the earth dwellers, if you don't accept the culture, the education, the politics, the economic, then you'll suffer economically. You'll be told that you can wear a certain t shirt and not another one. You'll be told what you can say and what you can't say, and if you say the wrong thing, you can be fired. We're already there, right? The merchants of the earth weep and mourn for her. No one buys their cargo any longer. And then here's this list that's representative of everything that is exchanged, all the goods of the world. Gold, silver, precious stone, pearls, fine linen, purple, silk, scarlet, citron wood, which is very expensive, uh, beautiful wood comes from Africa. Every article of ivory, every article of most precious wood and of bronze, iron, marble, cinnamon, spice, incense, myrrh, frankincense, wine, oil, finest flour and wheat, cattle, sheep, horses, chariots, and of slaves and souls of men. There is, a, there is a paradox at work in the world. On one hand, you have large groups of people demanding abolition of things, reparation for past slavery, uh, no more um, no more cultural differences, so that so that one, one so-called ethnic group is considered to be superior and thus controlling another ethnic group. Now that may or may not exist. But at the same time, there is a cry for an end to that. There is a cry. From the elitists of the world to make children slaves. And more and more. Documents are being revealed. About the twisted mindset of people who have been in positions of power positions of world power. I read articles almost on a regular basis through the week of the things that I read where there is a growing cry to make pedophilia just a, a sexual behavior like transgenderism or something. So that you can crave a child just like you don't think you were born the way you should have been born sexually. Equate it with all of that And the amazing thing is That hardly anyone comes out and speaks out against it Who are in positions of power When these cries for pedophilia To be accepted as an, accept, an accepted sexual behavior Where are the cries against these things? Now that brings me to this you could have, you know, you could have read this part. I even preached it like this some years ago. That, you know, well, people are the economic slaves and, and we, we all work for the man and we work for the system and all the. But no, I think we should probably take it literally. And of slaves and souls of men Sometimes I I see things that are kind of funny, maybe more ironic than funny. I don't know. And I'll just share it. Just throw it out there and see who gets mad at me. (laughs) On Facebook. And to paraphrase, I've forgotten exactly how it was stated, but the statement was, As long as colleges are closed, we're more likely to curb the spread of communism than we are the spread of COVID-19. Souls of men taken into the grip of the world system, the world system that controls the Hollywood culture. Higher education, television, entertainment, that controls the things that seem to be so sparkling and, and attractive, and even athletics. And through all of this bombardment from everywhere, souls. Of men. That's not too hard for me to imagine the control of the souls of men from the world system, totally dominated by demonic forces, as we have seen in previous passages. The mindset of the earth dwellers, totally demonized. And they will not repent, they would not repent, they did not repent of their sins. And they blaspheme God for letting these things happen, these things of judgment, the souls of men. And the ripe fruit of the desire of your soul are departed from you. All the sumptuous things and the splendid things have departed from you and they will never be found. All of this stuff of the world that's supposed to be cool and good and the things that people desire among the earth dwellers judged burned up you'll never see him again not any of it the merchants and here's the here's the third group you had the, the the merchants of these things having been enriched from her will stand afar because of the fear of her torment weeping and mourning so you have the kings you have the merchants Saying, whoa, whoa, the great city. Having been clothed with fine linen and purple and scarlet. Having been adorned with gold and precious stone and pearl. For in one hour such great wealth has been brought to desolation. They weren't worried about their souls. They were worried about the wealth that's being lost. The king's Weeping for the control they had through their luxurious, riotous living that was passed on culturally to the whole world. And now the merchants worshiping the wealth of it all. And finally, the shipmaster. And every shipmaster and all those sailors sailing to a place and as many as trade by the sea stood at a distance and were crying out, seeing the smoke of her burning, saying, what is like the great city? They They have no concept of the New Jerusalem, no concept of heaven. They're blinded. They're spiritually dead. They're in darkness. And all they can think about is the loss of this city. The political, cultural, educational, commercial control of the world. The mindset of the earth dwellers is we can't live without that. That we don't have that lifestyle. We don't have life. That's how they feel. And so they weep and mourn. And they say... Woe, woe, the great city in which were enriched all those having ships in the sea through her wealth. For in one hour she's been brought to desolation. Rejoice over her, heaven, and you saints and apostles and prophets, because God judged for you the judgment against her. You see, through the history of the elect the world system has always judged against the elect of god it's happening today it won't get any better because we are so close i think to the end of the age but now you remember those people who were in the at the altar under the altar Those who had come out of tribulation, their souls were seen and they cried out, how long before you avenge us of our blood? Here it is. Rejoice over her, heaven, and you saints and apostles, prophets, because God judged for you the judgment against her. The world system that has troubled you The world system that has been a stumbling block to your service in the ministry and the preaching of the gospel and the work of the church is judged. And in one hour, she's brought to desolation. And the mighty angel took up one stone like a great millstone and cast it into the sea saying thus Babylon the great city will be cast down with violence and shall never be found again. And when we get to the close of chapter 18 the only thing left is the military power. By the judgment of God the world system politically, commercially, educationally Culturally, all of those things will be destroyed and they'll never be seen again. Never, never ever be seen again. Violently cast down and Babylon will never be found again. And the sound of harpists and musicians, flute players, trumpeters, Shall never be heard in you any longer. That's in Babylon. Oh, listen, we got trumpets in heaven. We have harps. We're going to have good music, but not that music. Shall never be heard in you any longer. The music of the world is over. The sound of a millstone shall never be heard in you any longer. The industry of the world, the world's system, economically, is over. Never again to be seen. And the light of a lamp shall never shine in you any longer. And the voice of a bridegroom and a bride shall never be heard in you any longer. For your merchants were the great ones of the earth. Because all the nations were deceived by your sorcery. But those lights won't shine anymore. Your skyline won't be seen anymore. The things that brought happiness and joy to earth dwellers that were an abomination to those who reside in heaven, those things won't be seen anymore. The things that deceived the world by sorcery, that's over. And in her was found the blood of prophets and of saints and of all those having been slain on the earth. The believers who were violently murdered and mistreated, tormented and tortured. Ostracized and despised by the culture of the world, by the politics of the world, by the commercialism of the world, the education system of the world. To the point that the hatred brought blood, the world killing the prophets and the saints and all those who were believers on the earth. Their time is over. In one hour, the central nervous system of the economic, cultural, educational, entertainment system of the world, political system, in one hour. It's gone and it has been declared from heaven it will never be again and heaven rejoices there's only one thing left to destroy and that's the military power of the world in the revelation chapter 19 the battle of armageddon the armies of the world of the beast and of the false prophet gather themselves against each other, but finally together against the returning Christ and the military power of earth will be utterly destroyed. We'll see that, God willing, next time. Let's pray. Father God in heaven, Lord, we tremble. At how you will judge this world system. Completely. Thoroughly. Absolutely. And forever. And we fall on our faces in your presence with reverential awe. To think that it could be within the next seven years. And we are astonished. To see how with great speed. The world is assembling itself in every way to fit the identification of the earth dwellers and the last of the Gentile powers. So meticulously described in your word, God, we think we're in this last day. Help us, Lord. To be strong and vigilant. To tell others of Christ. and To prepare ourselves. For the rapture and the resurrection. Of your church. In Jesus name. Amen.